Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, Homemade Grognard here on our Sunday. Hope you're having a good day. Everybody's asleep, I guess. Here we go early in the morning again. Well, we got a voicemail first from Rich Cockatrice Nuggets. He wanted to talk more about the encounter tables I mentioned in the last episode. Go ahead, Rich. Hey, man, Rich from Cockatrice Nuggets. Um, yeah, I love making my own random encounter tables. Um, I, I, I like the flat bell curve thing. Uh, I do like the D8, um, D12. Uh, but like you, I usually don't have that many monsters. Um, so I've gone down to uh, 2D6, D6 plus D4. You know, how, I count however many monsters I want on there, and uh, I just add two dice together to figure it out, and then I use anydice.com to get my frequency, um, and then that basically splits it into uh, rare, very rare, common, uncommon, uh, pretty simply. So, uh, yeah, check out anydice.com and uh, mix those dice together, man. Thank you, Rich. Anydice.com. I will have to check that out. I've already bookmarked it, and I hope it doesn't get too heavy into the math because I do love tables, but unfortunately, I'm bad at math. So, getting it to work, I'll see what I can do. But it looks like it looks like a a decent thing to do. Decent thing. And um, thank you for the voicemail. So. Today, I want to talk about beginner dungeons. And what I mean is people who, hey, I want to play. I've never played before. What do you run for them? Now, I do, on a semi-regular basis, I do swords and wizardry demo, light demos, swords and wizardry light, to get people interested in the, in the system and things like that. And I'm always looking for a, an introductory module to run because it doesn't come with one, so I have to sort of improvise. I hear they're writing one, I don't know. But there's a lot to choose from out there. Here's a few suggestions from me. One of the things is one-page dungeons. Type in one-page dungeons and you can see the the wonderful, wonderful selection of dungeons and one-page scenarios. They re- Most of them really don't have a backstory or anything. It's just like, here's the situation, here's the dungeon, here's what's in it, go for it. I like that. And there and there's all kinds of different genres. It's not just fantasy, too. I've seen one for, like, Gangbusters or Call of Cthulhu. I've seen a lot of sci-fi ones. Things like that. And it's a one-page dungeon contest. You can buy the the best of from RPG Now or DriveThru. Not even best of. I mean, they just compile. Every year they have a competition. They pick the best ones. But they also compile all the submissions into a book. And you can download it as a PDF if you want to do that. I've got some. But you can also go to their site, onepagedungeon.com, I believe. And you can download them individually, which is really nice. If you just want, if you just look through them and say, oh, I like this one or I like that one, just download those, print them out, and use them. One I use is called Hellmarsh Monastery because it's got a good mix of trouble. It's a monastery on the edge of a swamp that's been taken over by Lizardmen. And I came up with some kind of BS backstory about two brothers who were who like monks, 
who lived there and the lizard men attacked and one of them got turned into this monster but the other one didn't know it and so he's drowning his sorrows in the tavern that's where the pcs come in and that gives me the added advantage of he'll show them where they are and he has to find out what had happened to his brother which means they have automatically have like an npc henchman with them because he knows the monastery he just doesn't know you know who's in it and what's going on and it's got a good mix. It's got, what you want is a good mix of foes and traps. It's got some good traps in it. You've got lizard men. You've got undead. You've got a witch. You've got a ghost. You've you've got all you know a good mix that you would find in a swamp type area, and it gives the players a run for their money. Because I'm always looking for an interest scenario that I can use for my demos, which means it has to fit a certain time frame, like a con- you know, like convention games. So I plan on a four to five hour time frame, and the one page dungeons work out great. What else is there? Oh, there's one that Frog God puts out. I think it's free. You can go in on their down. You can download it off their website. It's called Hollow Bones, and it's a good mix of exploration and danger and things like that i use that at first but (laughs) i decided not to use it anymore because it's got one room in there that is dang near impossible to get through and i just feel that's too much to throw at neophyte gamers or people who've never played before things like that it's filled with 60 giant spiders in two cages so you got to go from one cage to the other and the second cage has got a trap door down that's how you get down to the rest of the dungeon and every time I, every time i ran i just go oh my god how are they going to do this because they have to run from the entrance to the first cage before the spiders get them then they have to run from the second first cage to the second cage they're open of course but it's it just it's like this is too much this is too much for them so, I don't use that one anymore. I use Hellmarsh. My also, if you have PDFs of old school games like Basic D and D or things like that, I like to raid the sample dungeons they have in, say, BX or Homes. Or the one I like to use is the Menser Dungeon because I've run that so many times, so many times, and he just throw he throws a decent amount of monsters at you and tricks and traps you get one level he did the second level he gives you a map he says fill it the third level you're on your own so i just using the first level is enough for me for a for a scenario to do it a play to a test play test or a demo and you know demos are just like first time adventures you know and it's a good it's a good mix. So look for something like that. That's what you want to do. Here's what you want to do with first time players. Don't throw a lot at them at once. That should you know go without saying. I've made the mistake before of throwing too much at them at once. I've killed them in like the second room. Not good. Not good. You got to ramp it up. And if you have random encounter tables, the nice thing about it is you don't have to start them out right at the entrance to the dungeon. I never start them out at the end of the dungeon. I may start them out in a tavern because they're all expecting that cliche, but also I like to start them at 
where they're coming, they're traveling to this town for one reason or another. That way I can use random encounter tables too and give them kind of a preliminary, you know, fight to see how they're going to, to see how they're, to test them out, put them through their paces and help the players get used to the system and how combat works. So I would recommend doing that before they even get there. Or you can send them, you can do the, the build up in the town and then send them on their way to, don't let them get to the dungeon right away, tell them it's a day's journey, and then just throw a few random encounters at them to, to loosen them up, try them out, see how they work. That is probably the best thing right there. And once you get into it, you get into it. I may have pulled a few strings before, but if they do something stupid, they're going to pay for it. I ran a demo of Swords and Wizardry with Hellmarsh Monastery one time, and she, this one, this one woman, was playing a magic user, and she had a sleep spell, and she, there were two Lizardman guards at the entrance. Uh, no, it was three. Yeah, you walk across the bridge of the moat. And they come out of the water and attack you. More like four. Yeah, four. But she managed to sleep most of them. So she thought, oh, cool. Nice spell. So they got in there. And <laughs> one of the first things they run into is a party of about five skeletons. And they attack. And I said, what are you going to do? And she says, Sleep. Because I, I, I was kind of liberal letting her get her spells back at one point. but I th And I think she had two two things. She goes, sleep! And she says, what do they do? It's as though they keep coming forward. So, but I did see, and I, I looked at her and go, undead are immune to sleep. She kind of said, okay, and ran to the back of the party. So that's how you learn them. Now, that kind of thing. Usually, I let them go, but, you know, I want to make a point here. And it's always good to make a point with these groups because they show you, okay, the world is dangerous, and this is how it goes, and there's no shame in running away. You know, those kind of things, those kind of tropes, you got to get used to them. they got to get used to. So for doing demos and doing things with, you know, new characters, new players, I would recommend something like those. It's always good to have an intro scenario in your back pocket. I'm all for back pocket adventures, but we'll discuss that in another episode. All right, I'm going to go start my day. And, well, I hope you folks have a great Sunday, a great day. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. And bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.